0: Welcome to Suburban Warrior, the podcast that will impact, inspire, and empower you to transform your mindset and become the badass warrior that you are. I'm your host and fellow warrior, Chrissy Piper, former clinician and corporate marketing exec turns multi-passionate entrepreneur, performance and life coach, and mom to four not-so-little warriors. Each week, I will bring you honest conversations with inspiring guests, to share their stories of resilience, optimism, success, and simple yet effective strategies so that you transform your thoughts and change your behavior to get the results you want in your life. You will be empowered to take action, warrior up, and believe in you. Let's do this. What's up warriors? Welcome back to another episode of the Suburban Warrior podcast. I am your host Chrissy Piper and on today's episode we are going to talk about some topics that are certainly near and dear to my heart. And yes, we will talk about empowering women because that's what we do here at Suburban Warrior on every episode. But this episode we're also going to get into talking a lot about community and what does that mean to be a part of a community for us women how important is it and you know that's a big reason why i started suburban warrior um back and doing this podcast several years ago Really to create this community and connection with women so that we can share our stories with each other. Understand that we are all going through something. We all have similarities and really just, you know, help to remove any barriers that, that we're feeling and know that we have each other. So with that being said, I'm really excited to get into today's episode. I'm excited to welcome Ryan Dowdy. She did everything right in life. She had her dream job, a six figure salary married, kids, and a nice home, and still woke up one day feeling completely unfulfilled, and she knew something wasn't right. I know that's a similar story that a lot of you feel feel that way. She realized it was because she was chasing a dream that wasn't hers. As an expert in sales, she created a Facebook community of over 7,000 women looking to follow their dreams of starting a profitable business. Women began joining her sales training program, not only for the incredible knowledge and results Ryan brought to the table, but also for the amazing community of empowered women Ryan sought to create. As she found more success on her journey, Ryan realized she still felt alone and misunderstood by her peers. That's when she realized she herself did not have a community to come uh, as the truest version of herself. Today, Ryan's mission is to create a safe space for every woman who has ever been told she's too much, too picky, too loud, or too anything, to come together and be fearlessly themselves. Because when women connect, work together, and harness our power into one common mission, we will be invincible. Ryan has been featured in Forbes, NBC, Fox, Associated Press, Daily Tech, and on and on. You name it. Um, so with that being said, I'm really thrilled to welcome you to the podcast, Ryan.
1: Hi, Christy. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you have found success in creating this community with women through really just realizing that you needed it for yourself. Yep. So I'd love for it to back up from that and just tell us a little bit about that transition for you? Because, you know, listen, it is not a story that we don't hear very often, right? I, I mean, it's very similar to my story being in the corporate world, realizing that all of a sudden, you know, you wake up one day and you're chasing someone else's dream and not your own, you know, but that it's easy to say that story, but that making that transition and figuring out what to do is always really difficult. So I'd love to hear your story and how you personally made that shift.
1: Yeah. um, So the full story, similar to you, right? Had the corporate career, became an entrepreneur. My first uh, business was, we called it the Uncensored Sales Accelerator. So we had a sales training program where we worked with new entrepreneurs. Um, Very specifically, we worked with women looking to leave corporate to start businesses. And that was really amazing and a lot of fun. Uh, And in all of that, I wound up partnering with my then business coach to train her sales team. So my business is catapulting, which is amazing. Her business is catapulting. She hires a sales team and she says, Hey, can you come in and train my people? Because that's what I did in the corporate world. And in all of that, we wrote this really cool curriculum, uh, for salespeople who operated primarily online, and what happens when you put two entrepreneurs in a room together? We're like, people will pay us for this, right? <laughs> so uh, we launched the business, and, and initially a second business. So initially, you know, she was going to run her business, I was going to run mine, and we were going to run this one together. Um, it got really big, really fast, which was amazing and exciting. And um, I made the choice to step into the full-time CEO role of that business, and ultimately retired my program. And in all of that is where kind of the lack of fulfillment and things came again, uh, that business blew up in a really big way and, um, it was exciting and it was fun. And I was also burned out and miserable. I had a team of eight. I worked around the clock. It was every story you hear about a burnout business owner. Like that was my story. Uh, (laughs) And then in all of that, I realized that, um, I was in this huge values misalignment with my partner. Oh. And um, so then I'm like, what, what the hell am I going to do? And that's really where the lack of community came from was I was surrounded by a lot of people, yeah. but nowhere where I felt supported and that I could be, truly be vulnerable. Yeah, And that's really what happened for me. So, you know, that was an ongoing evolution of trying, of getting out of that partnership. And so at the end of last year, it's almost a year um, at the time of this recording, I went to my partner and I said, Hey, I'm proud of what we built, but my heart's just not in this. And ultimately I thought, you know, we'll take six or 12 months. We figure out where this thing goes. And she ultimately said, well, I don't have the bandwidth to run the business to just shut it down. And I was like, oh gosh, I just quit my job. And I I did not mean to, um, I'm taking a salary from that business. I have, you know, retired my business. So it's bringing in some money, but not enough. Um, you know, I've got this team of people and all these other things. And so it took me, I went, um, to Sedona, my, my mentor has a property in Sedona and I was up there for a retreat and that's really where Be in the room was born this idea of, I know I'm not the only one. Like I just keep talking yeah. to people who are in these spaces, um, who are saying something similar, you know, like I am feeling this, but as I have built this career or I have built this business, everybody looks to me to have all the answers yeah. and there's nowhere for me to go and see, so some days I don't have all the answers or some days I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to handle something. Um, but we saw it on the negative, but then also on the positive, right? Like where do you go to celebrate the six figure contract you just signed where, you know, People are excited for you and they're not judging you for it. And so Mm -hmm. that's really where it came from. So we made that transition in January 2022, and it's been just a really amazing and exciting adventure. Um, It's ebbed and flowed in the coolest ways, right? Like what we start with is never what we end with, but it's been a really exciting year.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. So, congratulations uh, on all of it. And thanks for sharing the story. Uh, I do think, you know, it's really difficult to come to terms with something that has been successful. Mm-hmm. but isn't fulfilling. Yep. And then you realize like, okay, I have to make a change. And it's, yeah. that's a really hard thing to do. So, um, so congrats on making that change. So tell us about Be In The Room. Yeah.
1: So, so Be <laughs> In The Room, we call it a, a conscious leadership collective. So it is literally a space for smart, successful women to come together and have open, honest, and vulnerable conversations about both the pros and cons of having a successful career or a successful business. Awesome. Um, and I like to tell people, you know, we, we, took the, we took the guru out of the room, right? The idea that one person should have all the answers, the idea that one person, um, should have all the ideas. And so everything in our community is, is led by the community. So it's a peer led community, all of our education, all of our collaboration, all of our support, we have advisory boards and things like that is all driven by the community. And so it's been very, very cool to unfold um, and to watch unfold and to watch women learn from one another and connect with one another. Uh, But what's really been fascinating, Christy, and I was just talking about this with my team this morning, was we also like the gap that we have found that we're filling in the marketplace is really having the conversation about both inside and outside of work right? Yeah. Like there's a whole lot that like, you want, you want to learn something new game on, right? Like YouTube, coaching videos, educate, like there's all the resources. Yeah. And you know, if you want to travel down, I know there's a lot of moms listening to the show. If you want to travel down like mom and wife and how to, you know, operate at home, whatever. But it's like, what? how do we mesh those two things together without losing ourselves? Yeah. And that's probably what we spend a lot of our time talking about, which I did not anticipate. Like when we started the community, that was not where I thought we would go, but it's been really. Yeah. Very- yeah, I, w- I that makes a
0: lot of sense. I I, w- I would imagine that you're starting it as like, you know, entrepreneur and business yes. led. But like, you know, as, as working moms, it's a challenge, you know, to balance all of these things on a daily basis. And I think that's where we feel alone a lot mm-hmm. of the times where because we're just we're balancing work, we're balancing home, balancing the kids, getting going to the grocery store, doing the laundry, like all of these things. And there's not a lot of time to actually sit down and have these vulnerable, yes. real conversations about
1: mm-hmm.
0: the thoughts that we're thinking each day, how we actually feel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and, and that sense of community. And, and so, and I, I think obviously we all, you know, we're human beings. Our nature is to be in community with each yep. other. But I think the way that we have evolved and certain, I think even prior to COVID, but even, you know, everything with COVID and quarantine, I think just really heightened how disconnected we feel right. um, from each other. And yeah. I think that, uh, you know, just being a part of a community or having a space to kind of talk about that mm-hmm. is
1: huge. And it's hard to find that. Totally. It's, you know? so, it's so hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because cause th- that's funny you say that because there's just like weird dichotomy of like, it's really hard to find those spaces, but there's like, you know, new organizations and women's groups popping up all of the time. Yeah. Why is that the case? And I ask myself that question every day because, you know, like everybody else I have my own imposter syndrome, I'm like, well, I'm going right. to start a women's leadership organization. Like there's 8 million leaders of women's leadership organization. Right. right. <laughs> but uh, for me, it was really about like that vulnerable vulnerability and transparency yeah. Right, like really being honest, and like it's kind of a joke in our community that, like, the question is, Do you think I should? Like, that question's not allowed. Like, yeah. I what I think doesn't matter, right. <laughs> what do, right? What do you think? What do you yeah. want? How do you feel? So, there's a lot of accountability in what we do more so than just sharing business ideas, which we do. I mean, we do tons of that, but right. I think what we value and what I, I try to keep really safe is the vulnerability and the transparency of being able to express frustration and concern or excitement and celebration around things that the people maybe who live in your house or are your neighbors or the people that you see every day don't necessarily understand.
0: Yeah. So so why do you think it is so important to to create these communities and and like what are you hearing from like you mm-hmm. just explained your situation, mm-hmm. but you're you're obviously interacting with a lot of of women who are looking to mm-hmm. be a part of a community and be in community with each other. Why do you think it's so important, and why are you so passionate about it?
1: Well, I mean, you said it earlier, right? As human beings, were meant to be in community, right? Yeah. Like if you go if you go way 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 back, like you know, being being left alone was was certain death, right? Yeah, you right. Know, it <laughs> Separated from the pack. Exactly. So I think that's kind of step one is that. And then I think step two is social media. While it's an incredible tool. Like I love social media. It's allowed me to meet people all over the world. It's allowed us here having this conversation. Built my business to destinations I could have never imagined in a million years. But it's also created this feeling of isolation, this feeling of not enough, this competition, this, you know, the Pinterest mom and the uber successful woman who always looks amazing and always is all buttoned up. And you're like, you know, to me, I think that community, that space away from social media and away from the onslaught of messages to actually talk about how you're thinking and feeling is the only way we navigate that. Right. Because if all we ever did was consume the messages from social media and the messages flying at us, you know, we would all feel like garbage. And frankly, a lot of us do. Right. So to me, I think that's <laughs> a, really, a really important part of, you know, let's be real about what's going on here. And and honestly, if I really like dig down around in my soul, which I've been doing lately of like, if we, as women, as women, business owners, women in careers, as moms, like if we want to close the wage gap, if we want to, you know, build businesses that, that, you know, generate a profit and support our family, if we want to create culture inside of our companies. Um, that allow other women to have the freedom that we desire. Like the only way that we do that is together. Yeah, right. We cannot compete against one another and and accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. It's just impossible.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: We have to uh, create
0: it together and learn from each other and build it together. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what do you feel that women are typically missing,
1: mm-hmm. like when it
0: comes to community? Like, why do you think we're seeking that?
1: Yeah. I I think it is the vulnerability. I think it is the transparency and it's the true connection. Mm -hmm. I think that's really missing because there's no shortage of people to talk to. Right. Right. It's the people to connect with. Yeah. It's It's very different, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, is it safe to really tell you what I'm really feeling? Will I be judged for that? Will... Will you respect me or not if I share this thing for you, mm-hmm. um, share this thing with you? So I think that's what's truly missing. It's not a matter of being surrounded by humans. It's a matter of really having that connection with people. I think that's what's missing.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree. I think that just from my my own experiences, like I said in the beginning with Suburban Warrior, I love sharing these, you know, other women's stories and hearing from experts Mm -hmm. and all those things, because like you said, there's not a shortage of people to talk to. I mean, I'm standing on sidelines. I bump into people at the grocery store, like everywhere you go, you're talking to someone, but it's that level of connection that's missing, right? It's, it's the, how are you? I'm great. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Right. The, the big F word, right. Fine. Everything's fine. But you, you know, obviously we know everyone isn't great and everything isn't always fine. Yes. And in order to have that time and that space and just the ability to be able to connect with someone in a real way is really life changing, totally. um, you know, and I think that we have gotten away from being able to, because, you know, texting we don't even call people as much as we do anymore you know so i feel like it's even more necessary to create these types of communities where this communication is expected because you know it's a, it's just the way that the world is evolving
1: mm-hmm. creating
0: all of us to be more isolated yes and that's a really really tough place to be <laughs> it is yeah i know okay so Let's talk about then about your ideas on building relationships. If you're, you know, building relationships with your peers, with other women, how do you, how do you talk to the community about doing that?
1: Yeah. It's so interesting that you say that because it's one of the things that we talk about all the time, especially in business. If you're running a business, it's like relationships, 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 but we're all moving too damn fast to actually take the time to build the relationships. Yeah. Right. Um, so for me, it's always like a slow down. You know, like slow, slowing down, and actually spending time with people, like you said. You know, we don't have time to call people anymore, Um, but making intentional time to build relationships, right? We make time to do the things that are important to us, right? We make the time to run our business, go to work, get all the other things done. Like you, just you have to make time for it and focus on on, on quality, not quantity, right? Um, I used to so being in the room has been around for about a year. You know, we've got about 45 members, and I'd be lying to you if I said that there weren't moments where I was like, we've got to, we've got to get more people in this community because we've got to add more value. And I'm like, but no, like yeah. it, it's about quality, not quantity, right? right? Would you have rather met four people who, either filled your soul in a really cool way, connected you to something exciting, gave you a new idea, introduced you to somebody new, um, shared an idea with you that totally transformed your business or your career, or would you rather have a hundred acquaintances, right? Because we're living in the space of acquaintances, not relationships. So it's really taking the time to connect and then not judging, not judging the, um, how it happens. Like I have a lot of girlfriends that most of our conversations happen, like via voice message, right? Whether it's message on um, text or Voxer, whatever, pick your poison doesn't matter, Um, but it's just taking that time. When I think of somebody, send the DM, send the message, send the text and thinking of you, or I saw this thing and I thought of you, or I read this article and it made me think of you or, you know, whatever it is. But we think that building a relationship has to take forever, or it has to be like hours and hours and hours and hours. And like, sometimes it's just a text message or a funny meme or a voice memo, or I listened to this podcast this morning and I, it just made me think of you the entire time. Like, don't worry about, I don't have hours to devote to to relationships. Therefore I can't build relationships because that's not really the point.
0: Right. I I love that. And I love the uh, fact that like, when you're, when you think about it, just do it. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times that like people do pop into my head throughout the day. Like you said, you see something and it reminds you of someone. And I think to myself, oh, I'm going to text them. And if I don't do it immediately, then I, then I forget. And then, and then you never end up communicating with them. I think those little bits, you know, bite-sized pieces of communication, especially in this very fast paced world that we live in, like you said, they are really paramount to building relationships. You know, because I know when I get a text that is something very simple, like, oh, saw this and thought of it, I'm always like, oh, my God, that's so sweet, yep. right? So And it's so meaningful to kind of just take these little, just time to do the little tiny things. It doesn't have to be an hour-long conversation. And I know that we all do that, right? We all, like, avoid, like, calling one of our friends from college because we know, like, if we're going to be on the phone, we'll be on the phone for an hour. Right. But, it doesn't ha- always have to be that way. It can be like, "Hey, I'm in the car for ten minutes. I was thinking of you, and I wanted yep. to just say hi and hear your voice." Yep. Yeah. So important to relationship building. It really is. But I, I don't think that I know. Even I, ca- I catch myself doing that all the time. But totally. I don't always follow through on it mm-hmm. um, because you literally like something like maybe my kids will start talking to me, and then I forget and I never send the text. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk a little bit about because I love how you talk about you know rebelling against the status quo yep. mm-hmm. and i and again i know we keep talking about social media but social media kind of i mean i have four kids and from 14 to 22 so they're you know all on every social media platform that there is and you can just tell like they only post certain things on social on on certain platforms because you have to stay in the status quo, right? This is uh, this is Instagram worthy. This is for Be Real. This is a TikTok. This is for my spam TikTok account. I mean, talking about staying in the status quo, that is like, I think, the example of like not coloring outside the lines because yep. that, forget it. But talk to me a little bit about us as adults, about women. Like, How can we rebel against the status quo and without feeling like we're committing social suicide?
1: <laughs> right? I feel yeah. that. Right. Uh, so, so we would say that, you know, be in the room, we called a, a, you know, a movement of women of action who rebel against the status quo. And to me, rebelling against the status quo from the position we come at it is this idea of like building a life of success based on your own terms. And it's my whole story. And it sounds like it was yours too, Chrissy. If I, I say that I did everything right in life. Like yeah. I literally followed the prescription. The prescription was you go to high school, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, you whatever, what, you know, all the things, all the things. And so deciding to not do any of those things or to do those things out of order or to heaven forbid, leave the corporate world and start a business or, you know, to start a business and shut it down to start a second business. Like all of those things to me are rebellion against status quo. It's the mm-hmm. idea of, you know, this is the way that we were told to do it. This is the way everybody expects me to do it, but that's not the way that I desire to do it. Yeah. Um, or that doesn't feel good to me or that doesn't align with my values, or that doesn't fill me up in any way, or that doesn't, whatever that is. So when we talk about the rebellion of status quo, it's asking, why are we doing the things that we're doing? Yeah. Right. Why, why do you have the job that you have? Why do you run the business that you run? Why do you run it the way that you do it? Right. Like all of the things that we have, and, it, and it's terrifying to think about because once you start on the rabbit hole, you're like, gosh, why do I do the things? That yeah. yeah. So
0: I, 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 as soon know? as you said, why are you doing the things you're doing? I thought to myself like, oh yeah, that's a
1: loaded question. It totally is. <laughs> Yeah. But when we really think about, you know, and I've gone through this a couple of years ago, we, we bought a house and we bought, you know, a big house on the golf course and all the things because it's yeah. you know, what we're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. there have been you no know, less than 10 times in the past two years where I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Why don't yeah. we just a house? Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of all the crap that's hiding in all the closets that nobody's right. opened in God knows how long. And, you know, go live in an RV. And my husband's like, I'm not really on board for that. And yeah. I'm not going like, against the status quo as living in an RV, but like, think about it. Like yeah. why, why did I feel like, cause it was, it was a status symbol. Hands yeah. down. I can say that now I bought this house in this neighborhood on this golf horse because of the way that it looked. Yeah. And not that I'm unhappy in any way or anything along those lines with those choices that I've made, but it's really thinking about why do we do the things that we do and Again, being okay to say, hey, everybody else is doing it this way, but I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And knowing that people are going to tell you you're wrong and they're going to tell you that it can't be done and they're going to question you and all the different things, but like being connected enough to yourself and your values and what's important to you that you're willing to stay the course. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
0: true. It's so true because we do just sort of get on the hamster wheel and then just keep going and going until... Mm-hmm. We finally realize like, okay, uh, how do I get off of this now? <laughs> right. And, you know, I wonder as you were talking, it came to me because like yeah. I, I'm assuming we're similar ages. I, I don't know, but cool. our, similar life's journey. So yeah. if, if nothing cool. else, but you know, I wondered too if like our, our generation is going to be like one of the last ones to sort of think about this status quo because, you know, our, our, our kids and the gener- younger generations, There's so many things are changing careers are changing so fast, right? The world is opening up. Um, people work from home, people can, you know, work, you know, in different countries for companies. Like it's just a very different environment. And like I don't even know what the status quo is. Like our our kids are being taught in high school and to learn for jobs that we don't even know that are going to exist by the time. They graduate sure. from college in four or five years. You know, it's like bizarre. So, uh, and and of course, there's kids that don't even need to go to college because they're already YouTube stars. <laughs> so, you know, the, I, I feel I'm wondering if this. And but my generation, it was it was like the status quo. You go to college, you need to get a job. You need to work for the a good company, get great benefits. Like mm-hmm. all of these things that make us feel that way. So I, I just thought like, and I don't know if you have any insight on that. Like if you have younger women in your community, but like if it's like generational and if or if this mindset of the status quo will will shift for younger generations. I don't know. Yeah.
1: We we did have one gal. It's really interesting. There's a woman in our community. Um she just came up on her year and she chose to not renew. And it was interesting because I asked her for feedback. I was like, I love you. You're amazing. She's like 22, total digital nomad. Yeah. Like, all right. Things. I said, you know, well, can you give me some feedback? And she said, yeah. she's like, I love you. I think the women are really smart. I just, I'm in a different season of life, right? Like, you guys are yeah. all in the space where, you know, she's like, I'm trying to figure out like what city I'm going to spend the most time in this year, right? And You guys are trying yeah. to out, like how to keep your kids off drugs. Like, we're just <laughs> in a different phase of life. Uh, sure. <laughs> like, Fair point. Right. I, I yeah. have little kids, but yeah. Um but, so yeah, I do whatever. think that it, it, it is very different, right? Like yeah, for her, yeah. she's you know, she's like I, I didn't mean here and there in her business, she has excellent boundaries. Like she only works when she works, when she wants to work, how she wants to work. So um I do think that hopefully we're putting an into that.
0: Yes. Um,
1: but I've also learned just in conversations with people that I think a lot of it depends upon. Like you and I and the women listening to this and the people, like the world that we live in, like we're, we're an entrepreneur land, like we're the crazy people. People think we're nuts, right? We're such yeah, a small yeah. the population. So yes, I think those things are happening, but I do also think that it's, it's happening slower than it feels to you and I, because we live it. Yes. Yes. Because yes. like, if I tell a girlfriend of mine who's the same age, you know, who's, but works in a different, that's not an entrepreneur. Like, what do you mean? There's a choice to not go to college. Right, 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 right. Because her career path says that that's the way to go. Whereas over here in entrepreneurial land, we're like, no, 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 no. Unless you're real clear on what you want to do or where you want to go, it's probably not a good deal. I have a 17 year old stepdaughter. And five years ago, I remember having that conversation with my husband of like, have you and your ex wife like talked about how you're going to send her to college and all that? And he's like, I don't know. She doesn't know what she wants to do. And I was like, she has to go to college. And now yeah. I'm like, don't go to college. If you don't know what you want to do, don't waste your money. I'm not saying never go to college, but if you're like, go take a couple classes at the community college, like do not force yourself into the status quo. Right. Do not force yourself into a career or going to college just because that's what you think you should do because you're going to wind up like a whole lot of people in our generation with saddled with a bunch of student loans and don't have a degree to go with it because you quit before you finished because you hated what you were doing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So true. So true. Well, I, I think that's great advice. And, you know, I, everything that you've said today makes so much sense. I love that you're building this amazing community for women. I think it's so needed. And I would invite all of my guests to check out. So let's talk about that. Where can my guests find you?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, so beintheroom.org is the website that is our um it'll allow you to check out our membership options as well as all of the places that we hang out on the internet that are completely free, um, including we have a Facebook community called Be in the Room. I'm available on, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're at Be in the Room official um on Instagram and TikTok. So that's awesome. We I love the name. I love be in the room. Yeah. I mean it really came down to, you know, that that's really exactly what we just talked about. It used yeah. to be, you know, success was prescribed in, in education and skill attainment and all this other stuff. But really now success comes from being in the right room with the right people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what a good way to end it. I mean, that is
1: so, uh, it's
0: true. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just not what you know, it's who you know, right? So be in the room with the right people. I love it. Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. I loved getting to know you and hearing about your amazing business and I wish you all the success. Thank you so much, Chrissy. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today on another episode of A Sperm Warrior. We'll have another amazing warrior story for you next week. Uh, we'll talk to you then.